everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle, and I'm $750,000. Last year, you fucking broke-ass, Batman-ass bitch. <laughs> I'm very impressed that Andre made $750 last year. <laughs> That's what the caption said, at least. <laughs> I know, it was so funny. And then I made $750. I heard him say... Jen, what car are you driving? I'll take that car from you. And I was so confused. And then I looked, I took a screenshot and it actually says, I'm not going to fucking take it from you. I, I don't understand. I, I, Does he, is he trying to take her car from her or is he saying, I don't, I see the shitty car you're driving. I'm not going to take any shit from you. I, I think it's different from like that makes sense what you just said but later he says jean chuck bought your car basically saying like you you're so oh. full of shit and poor you drive a <laughs> car that your dad bought for you so i, don't I mean know. look i mean let me just say, if you like fancy expensive cars i think that's great for you if you're listening and that's you it's a bad place to spend money. It's a depreciating asset, and it's a bad financial choice. So I see it as One a sign star. of financial intelligence. Mitch gives financial advice unsolicited. <laughs> I'm just anyway. saying, like, that's a really dumb reason to judge someone for, like, driving a free car. <laughs> Kim, don't be a bunch of fucking followers. You're just, I think, Kim, you know what? You're just fucking jealous. I, I am. You're right. I mean, Andre does drive a baller car, and I feel like they have two really, really nice, super expensive vehicles that seem trucks like are, a bad uh, decision. Big, trucks are shockingly expensive. They are so Not, expensive. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. I just I remember thinking, like, especially before Andre started working with Chalk. Like, how do they afford those cars? They just seem so expensive. Cray Cray Carfax. Yeah, we don't know shit about cars, by the way. We get it wrong every time. (laughs) Remember back in the love after lockup days of like 2017, (laughs) you thought Lizzie was driving some like $90,000 car. And it was like a Mazda CX-4 or something. (laughs) That's probably not even a real car. It was like 20 this grand. Is, this is hashtag cray cray Carfax, guys. You got to take all of this with a grain of salt. We know nothing. So. The only thing we know about cars is that it's dumb when you buy one. That's it. <laughs> it's dumb when you buy one that you can't afford. That's out of your Especially price range. There. Yeah. And yeah. Jen, if you get a free car from your dad, you drive that car. I think it's great. You do. You. Andre's wrong. Yeah. What else is Chuck going to spend his fucking money on? I know, You fire right? out five kids and you have a shitload of money, you give him a car. Who cares? Yeah, do it. Uh, Soja Boy has a house. Why have uh, we just maybe? learned this? Why have we been staying in this hotel since like 2019 he? when he was at the it, same hotel with baby girl Lisa? Like, why? Kim, does he have a house? Because... I don't know. Wh- 
What they is going on somebody's in this scene? house with awards and pictures like, of him. <laughs> this is there's an entire scene of them decorating his own house with awards he he's won. It's so confusing. There's no context. If it's his house, why aren't the awards already up? Where are these awards Great coming question. from? Why, if they're his awards, why are the awards blurred? Like what? Is, <laughs> like what do you what do you need to hide about the award? It, like this is peak HEA. Just like an entire scene of nailing things into walls. <laughs> what what if it's somebody else's house that they just like right. pretended to be his house? His just like third cousin's gonna it. come yeah. home. Like, who puts Soja Boy awards? <laughs> they're not even his awards. They're just some yeah, random I, I, trophies I, he picked up at a thrift store. Right. <laughs> like, why are these random trophies nailed to my wall? Like, what? <laughs> Fuck just destroying some poor Nigerian Airbnb <laughs> owner's walls. <laughs> Do you know it's like all the curtains are drawn? Like we don't know yes. if this is completely fake. This could be an underground fake Airbnb bunker. I love it. Doesn't it. make any fucking sense. There's no sheets I on mean, any of the beds. Look, thank God for Usman and Kimberly and Andre and Libby and Becky, because otherwise I literally can't remember a single thing that happened in this episode. I mean, I have notes, so like, we'll talk about all of it, but those are the only two things I remember this insane fight where Becky like hits Andre. And then really loses her shit. I watched it. She really loses it. Like if you, skip to the point where she lunges at him she has no anger on her face at all and then literally she goes from calm and not even really looking at him to lunging in in less than a second and it's either fake and premeditated or she has like a serious fucking anger problem. And look, Andre is rage inducing. Don't get me wrong, but that was that was wild to watch. I think a lot of people in the family Lemmy hemisphere have a lot of or sphere of influence have anger issues. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Just a hypothesis, you know. Um, if Kimberly's already left Nigeria, like, how are we going to fill eight more episodes of HEA season seven? Eight. God. I'm guessing. I, mean, I don't know. Assuming that there's a break for Christmas. God, I hope so. How many more? Let me let, yeah, me, let me put this out there. We are breaking for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Whether there's an episode or not. Um, I feel like there's still like eight or nine more episodes left. So the, today is the 20th. Then you got one, two. This is tw- and then four in December. Torture. And then why two do we to do this a... every week? Why do I we fucking know. do this every I don't week, know. Kim? Because <laughs> yeah, we know like for sure now that it's 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 through mid January. And then we so have the tell all is probably let's say the tell all is the eighth and the 15th. Yeah, that's like well, New Year's Day. So there might be two skips, but Jesus Christ, there's at least six more episodes of this. I mean, is it going to be more like talking to an immigration lawyer, reminding them that polygamy is illegal in the United States? <laughs> uh, Jamal telling her she's a fucking idiot person. Oh, Jamal, I forgot about that poor, poor sweet man. Oh. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, and pain. 
I have been a CBD user for a couple years now because my wife and I are both terrible, terrible sleepers. And the best part about using CBD to help relieve our sleep issues is that you can travel with it. We're on the go. My wife travels a lot for business. We're traveling all over the place, going to see family, and you can bring this stuff on a plane. Our CBD brand is Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. It helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and there's no hangover or addiction. We use Feels new CBD-infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to make sure you get the best use of your CBD. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray, and you'll get 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash cray cray. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, every time the holiday season rolls around, I really wish that there were some sort of life user manual that I could refer to when dealing with difficult family situations. BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, that was also a big one for me, or just navigating family drama around the holidays. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. You know, therapy has really helped me, uh, especially around the holidays. I tend to <laughs> uh, to definitely make sure that I, I'm carving out that time for therapy and, and also the transition into becoming a parent. I found that any big life change where I just need to talk through it with an independent party, uh, therapy has been really helpful. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash cray cray. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash cray cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and this episode. All right, Kyle, let's hop into it. What? Uh, Wipe my ass, lovely. say sorry. Okay, that's where we're starting. All right, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had to ask. <laughs> uh, I love that he just thinks that the sisters are going to apologize to them when they get to I, this lunch. What? Like, like, that's how fucking delusional he, he is. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, look, I would be honestly be pissed too if I found out about this pregnancy when, like, yeah. 
Yeah. Her one million social media followers did. Like, I would it's be just, annoyed. <laughs> it's so crazy that he's like, they're going to apologize. But then he preemptively. I was like, what? Well, yeah. It, he preemptively rejects their imaginary apology that they're totally not going to give by saying, I wipe your ass. I wipe my ass apology. Say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just, I I was like, have you met these people, Andre? Dude, I know that people are triggered by Andre, but he's the only fucking comedy in this entire goddamn episode. Yeah. And I just don't take him that seriously because I don't think this is what they're really like. I think this is 80% exaggerated Andre most of the time. I don't think this is real Also, I mean... I know there's people that like don't like Kimberly and Andre, and at this point, like you just gotta stop watching the show because that's Pretty all much. there is left. Yeah. Like there's, it's like yeah, I mean, you just gotta move on. <laughs> and then Bilal too, Jove. I mean, literally the least triggering yeah. person for some people Jovi. watching this is fucking Jovi, which is also he's also a piece of shit. So that you're just out then. I mean, I'm sorry, Jovi. you're just out. I mean, <laughs> it's Jovi. okay. It's Whatever. okay, guys. Jovi's it's all right. You don't bad. have to watch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there are bigger uh, battles to fight. I would say <laughs> than Jovi. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Andre. <laughs> Safe territory. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I would. This is the thing too. I would also be so annoyed if I couldn't meet with my sister to talk to her without. Yeah, her husband yeah. being there. They're like, "What are yeah. you doing here? Like, can we just fucking talk to Libby for once when you're not here to like scream at us?" And he's just so unhinged. He, it does I seem like they're a unified front, though. I mean, that nope. Like, do, unlike yeah, a they lot of these conversations, yeah, unlike a lot of these conversations, it does not seem like Libby is annoyed at Andre. She seems they seem like completely on the same page. She is so. She she's I like have a great screenshot where Andre is yelling about, the, you know, <laughs> taking Jen's car or not taking her car. And Libby's literally just sitting there calmly sipping water. Why are they drinking like, waters? She, I mean, look, it's, it's obviously hot. Andre sweating his balls off. They're all drinking bottled water. Oh, I think they were there for hours, and there's also yeah. continuity issues with Andre's sweat. This thing oh is just God, so yes. fucking <laughs> weird. Like production is following fucking like union rules and giving them bottles of water because they've been there for four hours doing different takes. This is fake as fuck, but it was still funny. Yeah, I know it was. It was like it just got so unhinged so quickly. It escalated so quickly. But, <laughs> yeah. Can, can you? Can you imagine? I mean, seemingly so quickly, like you said, it probably took three hours to get there. But to us, the audience, it was so quickly. If I if I was sitting there and my husband was just standing up and screaming and every other word is fuck like at my siblings, I don't really care what my siblings did. I would be pissed because it's just not productive. Like, just don't meet with them then. Don't bring him. Like, what is it's not going to change hearts and minds, Andre? You know, no. Um, are you going to congratulate sister or are you going to be your normal bitch self? <laughs> uh, great. I mean, <laughs> Becky Jen doesn't, show doesn't, up to this. <laughs> he doesn't know what a leading sh- question is. No. Becky and Jen uh, showed up to this thing ready to go at it, though. They look so mad, like marching up. They like marched up. 
you oh, know, yeah. with their dog, just, and I'm just they plopped wow. themselves. Yeah, they had to bring a German Shepherd for intimidation, and they just kind of like <laughs> plopped down <laughs> to what you Libby, they they could barely look at Libby too when they show up. Like, oh, they're big. Bad. I believe that they're actually mad because this. Yeah, I would this, be pissed too. Happen. I think they have every right to be mad. Yeah, I mean, this Instagram I thing did mad. happen. Totally. <laughs> when Becky is taught, like when Becky's in her ITM and telling them, like, it's such incredible news and she shared on social media, but that's bullshit. Like, you could, like, she looks actually mad. So, and she's then, floating you know, away into the abyss. <laughs> Libby. Libby's just sitting there letting Andre fight with them. Like she's actually enjoying yeah. this. And I think, oh, yeah. I, I do think they were really truly on the same page about this because, as you said, Andre is going off the chain here and she's sitting there just looking kind of smug and self satisfied. And the real yes. reason, I mean, they, she, she makes it clear what the reason is through Andre and she doesn't correct him. Andre says, we like basically, you guys started talking to Charlie, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> Essentially, like that's what he said. He just straight up says it, and that's it. That's it. You guys talked to Charlie. You went to Pam's birthday party, and so eat shit. Uh, so you bunch of fucking followers. You cannot understand any like points that Andre's trying to make because every other word he's dropping beep, an f bomb. Beep. Yeah. They were much. subtitling both parties because they were just talking over each other. It was impossible. Like I have no idea. So this is what I gathered. Andre is pissed because remember like 20 episodes ago when the sisters originally backed him on like we're going to present a unified front. We are yep. we are gonna say, hey, we're not we're not associating with Charlie. And then they and then uncanceled the sisters, Charlie. Yeah, they canceled Charlie. The sisters backpedaled in like 0.2 minutes and went to Pam's birthday party. And he keeps calling them fucking sheep followers, sheep like followers. I'm saying yeah. that you are a bunch of followers. Effing if you don't like it, effing don't follow effing don't sheep effing sheep and then uh they start I'm arguing about that many f <laughs> <laughs> and then they start arguing about having jobs and working and someone's a broke-ass batman-ass bitch and andre um, calls jen a broke-ass bitch yeah pretty much and you they're just chugging bottles of water and screaming at each other and they start screaming about respect which is always a bad sign there's the r bomb starts to get dropped and then it's just a disaster your your dad pays for your car jen did you notice that andre was wearing like really tight bike shorts (laughs) during this no that's great (laughs) i mean didn't chuck pay for like his entire existence Chuck, for the first yes, five years Chuck, he was in this country. <laughs> Chuck pays for everything. There were random bystanders around during this scream fest. In the background, there's like people sitting trying to have a fucking lunch, having to witness this trash. Oh, my God. That's great stuff. Um, 
you are his chess piece, says Becky to Libby. Like, I don't understand what that means. Like, what would Andre's ulterior motive be to, like, be moving Libby around? Like, to get the part, the business partnership from Chuck? Like, I don't understand. I guess this is after, I should mention, this is after Becky puts her hands on Andre. <laughs> it's like losing her mind. It's wild. I think that the implication is that Andre wouldn't be where he is now if he didn't use Chuck's affection for Libby, like exploit it. Okay. Because, you know, she can do no wrong. All she has to do is cry and Chuck will look, sign the fucking check over. I so. feel like that's true for any of them, though. Like, do you think that Libby's Chuck's favorite? Seems like it sometimes, doesn't it? But yeah, on the other does. hand, like, but, you know, <laughs> the other two married guys that were doing well. And for a while, Andre was hitting refrigerators with hammers and showing up to trucker interviews in shorts. So that was like last year. <laughs> yeah. Not that far. Just kidding. Be- Becky breaks down with fake tears. Uh, oh, my God. This is so fake. He doesn't know pain. Uh, I don't know you anymore. And then Libby like really has the balls to say that she honestly thought they wouldn't care about the Instagram oh, announcement. This is egregious. Give me a fucking break, dude. So Libby's stupid. like, well, I mean, my excuse for not calling you sisters is that dad was there and I knew he was just going to tell the whole world anyway. So I figured I'd post it on social media and then call you. It's like, why didn't you take five fucking minutes to call your sisters? Like, was the social media post that urgent that you couldn't wait a couple hours? And Andre just told you the real Andre told them the real reason five minutes before this. He said the reason they didn't tell them is to like take vengeance for you uncanceling Charlie. So <laughs> stop making up. You already weird... blew your load. Like, yes. come on. You already told the truth. So what's with this weird bullshit excuses? Uh, it does. It doesn't make really any funny. sense. The only good thing that happens is that finally, about halfway through this last scene, Andre shuts the fuck up and just lets them chat it out but it's so stupid they they agree to go to family therapy which is very exciting can't wait for that i hope that charlie comes in with a steel chair and revives this storyline and makes it entertaining again yeah i mean i just don't like any therapy session with you know eight plus people is going to be a shit show right i mean is becky's husband gonna join in it, I don't I don't think so. Steers, He's the steers. only sane one there. But he was in the RV. Yeah. And He's you know Megan's going to be there. Right. So Danish husband is not Team Andre, but he is at least the only one that will sometimes take Andre's side when he's right. Everyone That's else true. will just never admit that he's right out of spite. Never. That for yeah. 10 seconds they agreed with him about Charlie. And then, you know, because they're, they're like, oh, we can't agree with Andre. Yeah. I know. I mean, because so it's Libby, Andre, Charlie, Megan, mom, meaning Pam, Chuck, Jack, Jen, 
Becky, that's eight. And if Danish husband joins, it's nine. That's a lot of people. It's going to just, it's going to be mass chaos. Love it. Okay. And anything they, else I mean, about these? Oh, how are the Matt Sharp interns going to be able to bleep <laughs> all of nine <laughs> mic'd up people <laughs> without it just being a soup of beep? The subtitle person is just going to be like an overdrive. They're, they have to work overtime next week to, to prepare. <laughs> They're going to get fined for not being able to provide closed captioning for the hearing impaired. I mean, they can't. It's, yeah, it's going to be a feat. It's going to be a challenge. I personally never have been able to compost before at my home. I have a ton of eco guilt about this, too. I just don't have a huge space, and I know my neighbors would complain if I have some big composting operation in my postage stamp yard. And it always seems so complicated. Like, do I have to order worms from the internet? What if they're dead when they arrive to my house? I just can't do it. But then I got a Lomi. Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. Lomi sits on my countertop, and it's an electric composter that turns scraps into dirt in under four hours. There is no smell, and I promise I am super sensitive to smell, and it's also very quiet when it runs. I've noticed that I have less garbage every week because my kid ends up flinging food everywhere uh, or dropping entire bowls of food on the floor, I do unfortunately have a significant amount of food waste. But I've noticed since I got the Lomi that I'm taking out the trash less frequently. And if you're the type of person like me that wants to have a million plants, but maybe doesn't have the greenest thumb and sometimes they look a little sad or they might die, just use some of this magical Lomi dirt to feed your plants. And I promise you, my plants are looking better than ever. It's incredible. Also, I had a bunch of people over for dinner the other night, and inevitably, you're just going to have a lot of food waste when you have a lot of people over to eat. And cleaning up after that party was so easy with the Lomi. And I felt so good about myself that I wasn't throwing all this food into a landfill. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. I promise it hardly takes up any space and it could not be easier to assemble. It took me about a minute. Head to lomilomi.com slash cray and use the promo code cray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to lomi.com slash cray and use promo code cray at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. And with the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. Lomi.com slash cray so my husband and I recently downloaded an app called Paired, where we take these cute little quizzes, but we can't see each other's answers until we've answered the quizzes ourselves. So today the question was, what do you remember about the first time you met? And it was so funny to see how different our first impressions were and how we actually remember the experience. We've been joking about it all week, and it's really brought us closer together. The app is called Paired, like paired like a pair of jeans. And it's a relationship app for couples. It's simple and often hilarious. And you get a daily question to answer, and you cannot see your partner's answer until you answer yourself. Yesterday, my husband and I did childhood memories, and I learned a lot of weird stories about his childhood, uh, and it was really fun and hilarious. 
Whether you're just a few dates in or have been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash CrayCray to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash CrayCray to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Right. Uh, you want to talk through, I get, uh, let, let's go through Jovi and Yara and Talmadge because I, I don't want to, I want to save Usman and Kimberly for last. Cause it's the most fun. I did laugh pretty hard when they just kind of pan over and Talmadge is with them in the car. <laughs> so oh my stupid. gosh. He like Yara, her mom and the baby are all smashed in the back of this tiny European car. And Talmadge is just like man spreading in shotgun, you know, sitting shotgun. He's man spreading and he's mansplaining how to be married to her. Oh, my God. Talmadge sucks. Talmadge said not not one funny thing. This whole episode What a waste of fucking space. Talmadge, can you be entertaining if you have to be part of the storyline? Like, say something witty or clever, perhaps. Make Yara, a joke. I think you, you should go back with your family, okay? I think you should go. Like, why? This is yeah, so stupid. Yeah, he's going to be Let at work. You're not gonna, she is with her family. Her mother's her fucking family. Her mom's here. If she goes home, Jovi's not even going to be there. He's going to be in freaking... I don't know, Equatorial Guinea or wherever he does work. It makes no sense what he said. Also, she's like, well, do we think, like, where is this? Is What's her friend's name? Karina or Katrina? Karina. I think Karina. Karina, is she's a refugee, right? In Germany. Yes. And I think she's by herself. We haven't met her yet. Where is this woman? Can I want to meet her. Are we going to meet her? This entire episode was just driving. So I know it's literally and shopping in the car. for five minutes. One yeah. store. Yeah. Um, they need formula medication. They need clothes. Yara's talking about how like this was kind of emotional because Yara says that could have been me. You right, know, I, I, I have a small kid. I can't imagine like not having the things that I need to, feed right. and clothe my child and being a refugee and it, it, it like really hits home for her you, jovi doesn't seem to have any understanding of this he's just like her mom's telling her ideas and stuff i'm like it makes sense for yara to stay an extra three weeks you're she's already here and you're going to work what do you care if she stays for an extra three weeks she'll be home when you get home next time i don't get I it I completely agree with Yara staying longer. Even if yes. mom is trying to manipulate her, it's not, I don't think it's like something that sneaky. She's just straight up saying it. And yeah, it's just, a, it's a mom that wants to be with her daughter and grand granddaughter who fucking cares. Like, I don't think she's some bad evil witch person that's trying to manipulate Yara's feelings. I think she, she, as she says, like four times this episode, she's a grown ass woman. I think she can handle it. The one thing about this, about Yara that kind of bugged me this episode was like, she said, okay, like she says that she feels really guilty 
and that she's upset and her heart is in Ukraine and she feels like she should stay there. And I found it kind of interesting. Like, I okay, it's not that it bugged me, but I found it interesting that like she says she feels guilty that she has such a good life and yeah. that, you know, it just I, I'm thinking of all these people, but she never once expresses gratitude for that good life. It's more like I think that's implied. I didn't get that. And it's not that really? I'm I'm not shaming her for that. I'm just pointing that out because these two are just like a disaster of a relationship. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even saying she should I be wanna... grateful for she should be grateful for being in America. It's more like about their relationship and what they've built together. Like she doesn't it it just doesn't seem like it has like she recognizes that her life is better, but it's de- like I feel like in her mind it has nothing to do with Jovi. <laughs> yeah, I do think that Jovi and Yara have a pretty good relationship. Like I think they're Man, a pretty but normal they couple. Fucking cannot communicate, and they have different. They have such different outlooks on life and and what a relationship should be i'm not saying that they're headed for divorce necessarily but i don't know how, how can you be friends with these fucking people there's no let me put it this way has there ever been a friend that is like a mutual friend that they both like likes both of them that's it's really <laughs> fucking weird that all of their friends hate one of the people in their relationship. I couldn't imagine. Well, they're not going to show like the friends that they get along with. There's not even one friend that like is a shoulder to cry on. That's like you know, Jovi's a good person. We've never seen that. I feel like we have that in almost every other couple. With- We've never seen that with any storyline in this entire franchise. They only pick <laughs> friends that hate the all. other person. Name That's one not person. True. Libby and Andre. Well, they, they just don't have, have no friend. friends at all. They don't have any That's friends true. whatsoever anymore. It's a fair None. Point. Zero. Yeah. I mean, I just I can't even think of an example where there's like a mutual friend that likes both of the people. We'll that's why I guess you know you it. make a fair point. I guess that's why they're on TV. I'm that's more thinking. I, I guess I'm more thinking just like generally in my life. It would be I can't. Let me put it this way. I can't imagine having a friend that was friends with my wife that just hated me. I just I can't even fucking no, process that. It's so no, strange. I can't either. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and if they did, they would keep it to themselves. If I had a friend that hated it my wife, be like open they about wouldn't hate, be my yeah. friend anymore. Exactly. Sorry. That's the way I feel. I know. Yeah. If somebody was like talking shit about my husband all the time, I'd be like, all right, I can't hang out with you. Like, What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? You have okay, to think whatever. about your I family, you, Yara. You need to go back with your family, man. Yara makes a great point. Jovi isn't even home. He's at work on a ship. And the only thing Why that they say, I be there? the only thing they say is, is, um, I'm just going to be worried gonna about worry you. about her the okay. whole time. What? She said, Again, frog. this She's is stupid. Not this is dumb. I would understand if she was like, I want to go back into Ukraine and try sure. and like help directly. Like that would be worrisome. Yes. She is a small child. She would be in harm's way, like there's an active war happening. But like in Prague or just like being in Germany, she's fine. I, even, I mean, honestly, even Poland, I, it would be a little bit nerve wracking, especially after what happened the other sure. day. Fine. Yeah, fine. Sure. But 
They're like three countries away. I know. I know. It's just Jovi's so immature, too. He just ends the conversation. Okay, whatever. Whatever. What the fuck you saying about me? She's coming (laughs) up with any reason to disrespect me. I'm like, don't say the D word. Once you say the D word, all logic goes out the window. Like she just wants to hang out with her mom. Look, she doesn't want to go you, and sit by herself in a, an apartment in Louisiana. Right. It says a lot about someone's pr- perspective about their partner when simple disagreement equals respect, right? Yeah. Not a good sign. No. Um, moving on, can you please explain Utrice to me? <laughs> I didn't think she was nearly as bad this episode as the last one until the very end where she literally tells, she (laughs) says right to the camera that she, that it would be a good idea for her to just literally trick her husband into having a baby. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's, there's no resentment (laughs) that's going to be born from that whatsoever. Nope. None. Sure plan. Sure fire plan. And if she does that, I guess there would be no suspicion once he sees this, once he watches this episode. Nothing suspicious about that at all. No, we have a Patreon member. She's a bad person and an idiot. (laughs) We have a Patreon member that's been posting like her tinfoil hat that they didn't, Bilal didn't take Shida on this trip to New York City. They were there for the tell-all for last season and they like they basically had like a multi-season contract and they filmed this as oh, part of HEA season the last while they were there. Season. Yeah, for the okay. last tell-all. It makes sense. That lines makes more up. sense. That I because yeah. I I guess the way I read that is they were they filmed that right before the, yeah. it, it didn't make any sense. But the last season, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Do you think you do you think there's any chance that Utrice is like a fake renta friend? Like, is this a real friend? Why have we never heard about her? There's, I mean, 90 Day, you sometimes don't get the background because it does move fairly fast at first. And then you jump right into the drama. And she, there's only so many people that you can call on Zoom for Shai's Shai's friends. And so she's Mm -hmm. just in town visiting. I don't know. I kind of feel like she's probably a real friend. She just doesn't live. Okay. She doesn't live in the states, so you don't. And they they already had so many people that they could pull from that were willing to be on Zoom with her. On, That's on true. Their original season. Where? What is the store that they're shopping in? Where like everything's encased in plastic and it looks like a vintage like wedding gown store or something? I don't know. I don't. They didn't actually pull out any cl- clothes Nothing. from the plastic bags, did they? I don't think so. I mean, okay. Shida's just like, I just really wanted to talk to you. I, I'm not interested in this shopping. I want to yeah. hide in a dress store because it's it's highly likely that Bilal will not interrupt us here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shida, though, she says, like, she's glad that Utrecht stuck up for her. But then she's not glad that Bilal was antagonized. <laughs> Felt like that. Yeah. It's like she, she um, admits that Bilal's an asshole all the time. But yeah. then, but then she also says that she also says the thing that that was like kind of my point 
last week, which is the way that you approached him is not going to work. Like it's not going to, if the goal is to get me pregnant and have a yoga business, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Right. And, and so your choice, I look at She loves, she loves this guy. She wants to stay with him. She has to convince him in a way that's going to work or leave him. Like those are the choices. I don't think he's going to change. He's just not. So, uh, she, yeah. Um, they talk about the baby. It, it, I find it impossible that if this is Shida's best friend, that she hasn't told her about the baby thing and the yoga studio thing before. But she's like, you know, the doctor told me by the time I'm 40, I'm only going to have a 5% chance that I can get pregnant. I also feel like that was just like a borderline statistic and not specific to Shida. But we can, I mean, I am not doctor. I don't know. But, you know, everybody acts like super surprised when they hear this. And I'm like, I feel like that's, I, I don't know. I just didn't understand if the doctor meant that as like women who are generally this age or her specific ovarian reserve to this. Yeah. yeah. He he didn't say. And so it's it's impossible to know. But I feel Shida's frustration and I just can't imagine like it still irks me every time she talks about it. The Bilal so nonchalant about it. And Shida's like, you're you might be taking away my possibility of having a baby. And it's Ever. it's just palpable. Um the, the yoga the, studio. What do, you think, what do you think about the the strategy that Utris describes about disarming him and making him uncomfortable and giving him doubts about your relationship. That's a terrible idea that Bilal has expressed that like the one reason, like uh, not the one, one reason he's nervous about having another child is because Shida has brought up the D word as he calls it or divorce. And that, you know, he's like afraid of being left again. So I feel like that plan will definitely backfire. What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, I think in the specific circumstance of Bilal, particularly, it's bad because he has this, right, is a deep-seated fear. But more than that, it's just it's just a general, like, if you have to play those type of games to get what you want in a relationship, it's just a terrible, toxic relationship on its face. That, yeah. That's, there's nothing more to be said. Like, if if you're even considering that, and I've and just that come like that suggestion combined with the the uh, you know the suggestion that she just stopped taking birth control. It says, I mean, I honestly, I I know that the relationship is bad. No one's really happy with Bilal and Shida's relationship, but I think that says way more about Utris than Bilal and Shida personally. Yeah, I yeah, it's. I, I don't I don't think it will work out for Shida. I don't think it will have the effect that she's hoping for. Um it it's gonna back it's not gonna help her escalate the child timeline, that's for sure. I, I saw a lot and, of people saying that they were glad that someone was giving Bilal shit. And like nobody disagrees that Bilal deserves a bunch of shit. But again, it's like what's the goal? Is the goal for him to just feel bad about himself? 
is the goal for him to change is the goal for him to just uh give up and start firing loads off into, into her left and right none of those get accomplished with any of this no it just doesn't no i know you gotta look at the outcome you want and work backwards like it the also the lol is so frustrating though he's like his reason for not having a child right now is well would you have a child you can't give it back thanks thanks Bilal okay great thank you yeah, really exactly. helpful real real interesting that one and, uh, and during this conversation with Beatrice, he, says, he, sa- he says he wants more kids which like I feel like that's the first kids. That is that the first time we've heard him just say that straight up I feel like he's never yes. really said that directly yes it's yeah. insane okay I, what <laughs> uh wild uh yeah he he's also says oh i'm really surprised that shite is telling her friend like this level of information and i'm like well you're telling the millions of freaking people watching this show God, Bilal. i know like really <laughs> so dumb give I'm me a just break surprised. dude she told you that she wants to have a baby and that it's yeah. It's literally your entire storyline for a season of reality TV. And then and then he also like look, if you hate Utrice, the the reason to not dislike her is because she doesn't smile. And she's like, she, she doesn't even smile. That's one oh. way to trigger Kim for sure. Yeah. But she doesn't it. smile enough. Shut the fuck up. I mean, dude. I feel <laughs> I feel neutral about Utrice. I don't think like I don't think this is what Utrice is really like. <laughs> so <it's, laughs> I mean, you're probably right. It's hard to judge, you know. Like, come on, but he, he, it he was just, funny. He comes off so fucking fake at the beginning of this conversation. He's such a he really it's does. so infuriating. Oh, oh, oh look at the weather. weather. Are you enjoying? Oh, yeah. it's so nice out here. You just fucking you almost ripped this lady's face off twelve hours ago. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, well, I was just playing around. I wasn't being serious. That's just the way I am. You know, I just playing around. I was in a jokey mood. It came out a different way. I'm sorry. Like, please. It was just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. It was just a prank. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I that's uh, that's all I've got on on those two. Well, there was one other thing and that there's this there's this kind of like confusion on maybe it's semantics but i did find the part where Bilal very clearly implies that he's not about to get her a physical space for her studio and i thought that was interesting because that that conflict's gonna come back big time and it's funny because i think that we agree with Bilal here um she probably doesn't need to have a physical space at first. She has no clientele. And so Utrus thinks that he's lying about this whole thing. Whereas I don't, I, I do. Do you think that Bilal, when he hears 
her talking about yoga studio, yoga studio. He's he is genuinely thinking of it in the abstract, more like it's just a yoga business. It doesn't have to be a brick and mortar. Or is he intentionally kind of being coy about it? And like he knows that she wants a physical space, but he's not going to get that for her. I want to know what the prenup says, because if it does say, like, set up her yoga business, that doesn't mean a physical space. I mean, that could be I got so pissed when he was like, it's a website, you know, it's like, "Mm, you know, that's not what Shida thinks, because she's been looking at physical spaces. So even though I like to I do feel like she should teach at another studio and like build up some clientele locally or just like yeah, build I mean, your the, online practice too. Like, sure. I mean, but, the marketing and the licensing and stuff does matter. It does. But this and, business and I, credit conversation is bullshit though. <laughs> I don't know where that came from because he's fronting the fucking money anyway. They're going to go inside. It doesn't make any sense. I was like, what did, you're married. First of all, you can use your credit Bilal. That's the whole yeah. point of it being in the prenup. If she could do it herself with her credit, what does she need you for? You're fronting the money. That was the agreement. That's is so strange. And then that uterus doesn't call him out on that. Uh, no, funny. I mean, maybe she's like, I don't know how American credit works, whatever, but yeah. Yeah. That was, that made me mad. He's like, that's a website. The the annoying thing, it isn't whether or not it's a website or it should be a studio or what. It's that he knows that Shida thinks it's a physical space. And that's what's frustrating. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Like, do you think that he really thinks that she is expecting brick and mortar for sure? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Then then I think he's intentionally kind of sandbagging on that for sure then. Just just yeah. like with the with the baby, which is super clear. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk the fun ones? I'm so fucking baffled by this house still. I know we talked about it at the beginning, but I have no <laughs> idea. All my notes are just question marks. Are, they're just in some house? Are, okay, are those awards they're putting on the table? What's happening? She wants to nail them all to the fucking wall? She wants to decorate so his good. own house with his awards? Why aren't they already up yet? What are these paintings of himself? Why is everything blurred? It makes no fucking sense. They don't give any context. There's nothing in this house. It literally looks like it was staged yesterday. There's like two chairs, an unmade bed that they banged on immediately. Um, And he calls it our house. Now it's their house because they're engaged now. Uh, They're engaged now. Yeah. Yeah. Usman is now wearing shirts with Kimberly's picture too. So this is just out of control. Uh, It's, you know... Uh, the he proposes and it, I mean I guess it's kind of cute she loses her shit but like okay I didn't after, even write down any notes about the proposal I'm sorry I forgot I mean, about there's the proposal nothing, yeah there's nothing really to it because it's actually you know kind of cute my, my question to you is like after the whole after him crying at the airport after the proposal after the whole you know, oh, maybe polygamy's not so great when you're trying to get a K-1, but he's still trying to figure it out. What's your read on on Usman here? Is is this, like, 
do you feel a little bit shaken in your convictions that he's completely (laughs) full of shit? I know. This is the big discussion. People are like, does he really love her? I think this is a Bartise situation. I think that Bartise, remember when Bartise was so torn up before the wedding? He was like, Nancy's so loyal. She does love me so much. Oh, God. And he like knew, I think that like he was going to turn her down. He knew that. And he was really upset and crying because he did know that she like really loved him and was generally like her feelings for him were real. I think this is the same situation. I think Usman's like, Oh shit. I've been kind of like low key scamming her, but she really fucking loves me. And now I feel kind of bad about it. And like, I feel a sense of loyalty because she's so loyal to me. And I was thinking about this. They did get along pretty well on this trip. They were a United front. Other he than did the get throwing the of from his mom. various milkshakes and, you know, objects. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That did happen. <laughs> That was like 18 episodes ago. That's How am I true. supposed yeah. to remember the yeah. milkshake? I mean, basically an yeah, entirely was, different season. Yeah. Basically. I mean, for the last 10 episodes, they've been pretty aligned. Remember when they went to the club and shoot? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, it's a lot coming back to me now. Wasn't great. The latter half of the trip has been, but that's because they have a common, not a common enemy, but they have a common like goal. Um, yeah. Challenge. Yeah. Common goal. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, it was hard to know because like he didn't have to propose. He did get her a real diamond ring, so he says. And it this actually I didn't see it as cute. This made me sad because <laughs> Kimberly was so pumped, and she expects so little from a significant other. Like yeah. she didn't expect him to get her a ring or like That's just fair. make <laughs> some sort of grand gesture. And I was like, geez. Your expectations are so low. What happened to you, girl? Like, this is bad. Yeah. No, you changed my mind. It's dark. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to Abuja. I mean, the guy, you you still won't even let her kiss her at the airport. (laughs) No, I know. It's bad. This, This is the thing. I don't understand the plan here. Like, I'm confused. Like, Usman says he just wants to, quote, experience both countries. And he still expects to, like, run his business from Nigeria. He wants to fuck his 18-year-old second wife. That's what what, what experience both. He he wants to blow loads all over both countries is what it means. (laughs) The whole time he was talking about like going back and forth, I'm like, dude, once you get the K1, you're not going to be able to come back to Nigeria for a, a year at a minimum. At like least. you're there for 90 days, get a right. minute to, until you get your green card. I'm like screaming at the TV because I've been so conditioned by this franchise to be like, he's not going to be able to go back because the green card and you got to get it. And then when they talk to the immigration lawyers, she's like, yeah, this you is no, you're not going to be able to do that. Dumbasses. What is wrong with you? This is so. If I don't send this fucking tape of this conversation to USCIS, I will be disbarred. You are guys are so stupid. Yeah. He's like, it's not like I'm trying to live in the States. I just want to have uh, access. It's kind of the point of the K1. He's like, my business is here in Nigeria. I'm like, well, if you apply, <laughs> the lawyer is just like so confused. She's like, they have to believe that you will do anything to be with this woman. 
You can't be like halvesies. It can't you're be the strategy. You're supposed to kind of show that you love her. And his response was so great. His response was like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Right. I know. He looks so nice. That's why when people are like, does he really love her? I'm like, after watching that, I don't think so. He doesn't <laughs> seem like he gives two fucks about getting this visa, living in the States, uh, being there. He doesn't care at all. I, I lost my shit when is- she just. She just starts to like read the agreement, which is like, is that supposed to help your case or something? What are you doing? She reads it with this like grin, like she's proud of this or something. So cringe. It's so cringy. It's funny. Uh, uh, Thank you for reading me this weird marriage contract, but uh, polygamy (laughs) is still not legal in the US. You could lose your green card if anyone finds out. They probably will because you're on TV. (laughs) Probably can't marry more people. It's not great. Well, we can just, you know, he can just marry whoever in in Nigeria and then it's fine. Well, yeah, but if he wants to be in the, she just like this poor person, it just her patience. She's the patience of a saint for explaining it really? for f- like four fucking times to these idiots. Um, <laughs> God, so bad. so bad. I just let's let's imagine a world. OK, two things. First thing. It did occur to me. I do think Usman has like some fondness for Kimberly. I don't think he's like seriously into her. Well, he's got a PS5. It, He's got a PS5, though, and a MacBook, so it's all good. But do you think that it was a strategic move on his part that he's like, the first time I dated one American oldie, she was in Pennsylvania. That doesn't help me. I need someone in California because I want to be in Southern California. Like, if he's going to help his music career, he needs somebody in New York, maybe Miami, but like L.A. You want to be in L.A.? So San Diego is in L.A., but it's pretty close. And it should it did occur to me that he could have strategically picked a woman that was in the geographical area that he's most interested in. Thoughts? If you wanted to move somewhere <laughs> with like the highest number of Nigerians that might listen to his music, I just Googled it and it's Texas by far and away what? has the, the most Nigerians. SK. So, yeah. Texas, Maryland, New York, California coming in at fourth. Okay. Maybe not then. It was just a theory. Uh, another thing to discuss. Let's say... In a crazy world, it's 2024. These two are married. He has his green card. He's ready to go back to Nigeria and marry that second wife. You know, he, 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 he's I, on, I am actually in need of a child. The, he's on The Other Way, season eight. <laughs> yes. Kimberly is never going to emotionally be able to handle this. No, she would go with never. him. Never. She would have. She would go with him she so that she could make sure there's no her tomfoolery. Mind. She's literally going to fucking be a handmaiden, like oh god, uh, observe. She's going to be sitting behind the fucking girl. Oh, oh god, stop! 
<laughs> Fuck. So weird. Uh, oh god. Okay. Um yeah, I just don't think she would emotionally be able to handle it. I just don't. Yeah. Totally. So then they talk about how much better this trip is. The yammy was the best part. And, you know, they didn't fight with each other that much except for the milkshake and that other time. And then at the end, they were just busy focused on the blessing. So, yay, success. Kimberly goes home. Everything was great until we talked to a lawyer about reality. (laughs) The first time we had a reality-based conversation, it all fell apart. (sighs) <sighs> I swear. Uh, do you have any other nope, thoughts? That's it. That's all <laughs> I, I have. I don't either. That was it. If you're a Patreon member, stay tuned. We're going to continue talking about last week's single life that we have to catch up on. Otherwise, we will be back next week. We'll be on what? Episode 14 of <laughs> season seven of Happily Ever After. Yes, folks. The 14th episode. Go to realitycraycray.com if you want to listen to our single life coverage, which starts right about now. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>